I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome and Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Welcome to happy a very Christmassy holidays. Yeah, actually we should say happy holidays. Yeah. Um, not everyone's a Christian, Richard. <laughs> um well this is a very special um christmas edition of Mm -hmm. film franchise fortnights uh it's our our second christmas we've been doing this podcast but it's our first christmas special we'll get Mm. into that a little bit later on and uh but today we've got see you later guys (laughs) i'm walking out the door (laughs) we've got we'll we'll get to that later (laughs) you could just put the sound effects in no um there's more work we've got two very special guests here today our first time having two guests Mm -hmm. uh maureen and wayne martin or as i like to call them mum and dad how are you guys great thanks very much good to be here thanks richard well thanks for coming along um what do you mean you came here (laughs) (laughs) yeah i flew all the way down to my hometown of christchurch just to do this my my parents aren't here and i think this is what it must feel like when there's like a what does dad do for work day at school and then your parents are divorced or something. You know those movies where like they have to deal with like not having a having one of their parents? Yeah. That's what this feels like now. I finally understand. I can finally What relate. it's like to lose a parent. Yeah, I can finally relate to Littlefoot <laughs> from Lampoon Time. Um so as always, mm-hmm. uh, I'm Richard Munn, I'm joined by Alexander Jones. Hello. AKA AJ. Hello. And we are today discussing because we've got double the guests, we thought we'd do double the franchises. Yeah. We're discussing bad mums or bad moms for our um, American listeners mm-hmm. and Daddy's Home. Two parental franchises that both released a Christmas special this year. Mm-hmm. So the stars aligned and we thought it would be perfect. And so I got my parents who watch four films a year <laughs> to make their four films this year be bad mums, bad moms too. This year. Um, so, and I tried to get my parents who watch, um, like, you know, sex riddled dramas like uh, Game of Thrones and Outlander to watch these movies, and they couldn't get through the first Bad Mums because of how. how I'm, I'm, I'm feeling very, very salty about it, as you can <laughs> probably tell. I've, I've, I've had some words to my parents on how they, they've, they've ruined the podcast. Yeah. Another thing in my life they've grown. No, no, I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so without further ado, let's uh, crack into what are these movies. So first off, uh, and I should get out my notes, mm. uh, and this wasn't actually the first film released, but we'll do it by, by saga. Yeah. So you've got Bad Moms came out in 2016. It was directed by John Lucas and Scott Moore. Mm-hmm. And Mum is the best mum I know. What's Bad Moms about? That's the right thing to say, Richard. (laughs) Bad Moms is about three women who are all trying to be perfect moms and failing in their eyes. So they decide to stop being perfect moms and they go and have a whale of a time. One of them stands for PTA and suddenly everybody's not being a bad mum and they're all much happier because they're not being a good mum, sorry. They're all being much happier because they're bad moms. Mm, Yeah. Great. Probably better than any of the synopsis we've ever done on this podcast. (laughs) 
Uh, but yeah, as you said, so and uh, the three mothers are played by Kristen Bell, Mila Kunis, and Catherine Hahn. And then a year later, like, which is God, that's so weird. Such a quick turnaround. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it kind of shows in the film, but yeah. we'll get to that. Somebody thought they had a good idea. Wow. <laughs> um, but there we would we got in 2017 whether we liked it or not we got a bad mom's Christmas aka bad mom's two as it was called in New Zealand. Isn't it weird that they didn't change the O in moms to a U to be mums for the New Zealand release, <laughs> yeah. but they did change the rest of the title from a bad mom's Christmas to bad mom's two. Uh, um, in the in the cinema, AJ and I went to. There was a um, yeah, has like the LED lights up above, showing telling you yeah. the name of the movie. It's oh, obviously yeah. only a certain amount, a certain length, but it, it just said <clears throat> "Bad Moms." Christ, <laughs> <laughs> it sums up. <laughs> but we got "Bad Moms" too, and Dad, what is that film about? Well, basically, the bad mums <coughs> kind of revert to being their sort of put-upon ordinary selves for Christmas, and they're all stressed about getting ready for Christmas and making it all perfect. And lo and behold, the mothers of each of them, or the parents of each of them, uh, turn up on the doorstep right at Christmas, and they all turn out to be bitches, basically. <laughs> and much hilarity and mayhem ensues. Sounds like you enjoyed mm. it. Uh, <laughs> probably the worst film I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Right. It was even worse than the Tiger movie. The Tiger yeah. movie? <coughs> yeah. That's, that takes the... Yeah. That's at the top of your pantheon yeah. of bad yeah. movies. Yeah. <laughs> but, but at least it was actually designed for an audience, of, you know, with a mental age of three. Right. Whereas... Bad Mums 2 achieved the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I, I don't think I've ever met people who specifically hated the Tigger movie before. No, they, they, they hate the Tigger movie. <laughs> we uh, took the kids to torture. see it when they were little, <clears throat> and it was like pulling fingernails out one by one. Yeah, man. Yeah. S- screw the Tigger movie. <laughs> I'm getting on this train. Why not? Um, but you say, we're talking about like the target audience and stuff like that. We had the unique experience of, in our... Um, screening there was like whoever the target audience for that film is they were sitting right behind us mm. <laughs> which was like you cut. described it perfectly richard as the type of people who found out that this movie existed from the back of a bus yeah and not from the trailers <laughs> like, yeah, keeping up with the media news yeah these people that were like oh is there another one of those not the kind <laughs> i of loved the first one i think <laughs> yeah oh must go see that whereas like it, there's never a movie out that i haven't already yeah. know that i don't yeah, really yeah. know about um but yeah, they, these people were behind us, and they were um, <laughs> they were just like cracking up at every joke, every like plot point. They were like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like there's there's a bit where um, so Mila Kunis's mum played by Christine Baranski, and she's like the the head bitch, and <laughs> there's the bit where they're they're at one of those like trampoline places, and like we're gonna play dodgeball, and. Um, and then Christine Baranza like this. She's like, no, no, I'm not doing that. I'm too prim and proper. And then she's like, I'm going to play dodgeball. And the people behind us are like, oh, shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't imagine being this emotionally invested in the film. So they were 30-something. Yeah, no, they 30. would have been younger than us, I want to say. Oh, right. I reckon. Because right. okay. we had some people sit behind us at Daddy's home, too, that were kind of the same. Was it us? Uh, <laughs> exclaiming. And they, they started off... 
just before the movie was done, they were talking about it. It's like, shut up. Yeah. But they, um, <gasps> you know, yeah. oh, oh, never oh, yeah. expected that. Yeah. Oh, but the worst thing about them was they had the the longest lasting potato crisp packet. <laughs> and it must have been huge. The Mary Poppins and full bag of potato Because it was crisp. the whole hour and a half it was just crackling rustling and <laughs> crunching of chips that's all I could hear and it ruined it daddy's home too <laughs> <laughs> it was distracting <laughs> um, but there's so okay what did you, where do we all rank bad mums and bad mums too out of the pantheon of film or in amongst these four well, films what we like to do on the podcast is is try and match each film on its own terms so it like often it's like okay if bad mums is a perfect 10 where does the sequel lie which can be hard to do sometimes especially when bad mums wasn't a perfect 10 by any oh god not, not by any stretch of the imagination um bad mums marginally better than bad mums too and they would both barely scrape scrape above zero yeah <laughs> what about you good um i would say Bad Mums, the original would be a, a three, <laughs> and Bad Mums two would be a one. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Is that about right? I don't think about these. But I haven't thought about we a little bit a little bit of BTS for our podcast because we knew we were doing this in time, and because Bad Mums two, despite being a Christmas movie, wasn't going to be at the cinemas until Christmas. We had to kind of like stretch out film franchise fortnights to film franchise month, and. <laughs> I did not do myself any favours by not writing down notes about any of the movies yeah, we saw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the problem with unforgettable movies is you forget them, yeah. and that's what that's what happened to me. Like I, I've often said to Richard, you know, if it's been a really good movie. I find myself thinking about it the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After these movies, it was like they never happened. Yeah, yeah. 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 And that that's I knew that was going to be like that, and that's why I took <laughs> down some notes. Yeah, like <clears throat> I'd, I'd probably agree. Like. So, um, I forgot to mention this. So, Bad, Bad Moms 2 adds Christine Bransky as um, Mela Kunis' mum, Cheryl Hines from Kirby Enthusiasm as Kristen Bell's mum, and Susan Sarandon as Catherine Hines' mum. So, on the whole, Bad Moms 1 is better, I would say, but Susan Sarandon is the best part of both films. Yeah, she's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree yeah. with that. Yeah, and agree. that's probably why it got a 1 be fair <laughs> <laughs> you've done yeah. it again yeah and, I mean Carla was quite good in both as well she's mm. yeah it's always the badass yeah don't give a shit characters that kind of the, appeal. the fun ones mm. and yeah. it's like the, the, would be the fun one to play as well yeah yeah exactly. you know, Susan Sarandon I feel like she hasn't done a role like that in a while <clears throat> no no I yeah. no, no sort she, of like a drop kick but like a, Thel- a terrible Thelma one. and Louise, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I guess, I guess. Thel- Thelma and Louise gone slightly bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They could Bad Moms Two could be a sequel to Thelma and Louise. Maybe it is. She didn't actually I die mean, when they drove yeah, off yeah, the cliff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> should you say that like someone who hasn't seen Thelma? And Louise? <laughs> <laughs> remember the ending? I don't think they can be a sequel to Thelma and Louise. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if the Simpsons Thelma and Louise parody is anything to go by, they just landed in a big pile of trash. Oh, good. And survived. There you go. I was going to say it might have been a big tree caught the car, but you never know. So you do never know, and that's what's so magical about a film like Thelma and Louise, whereas Bad Mums, not the same prestige, is it? Not the same no, not, weight no. of of cinema. I'd say my 
My biggest memory of Bad Mums too. I don't know if you, if parents, if you guys picked up on this, but I know AJ did. There's a bit when, <laughs> um, when Mila Kunis is like walking out of her house. Christine Baranski has just like decked out the lawn. Oh with yeah, all the Christmas stuff. decks. And she and and Mila Kunis is like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. And I was like, "Jewing." Did yeah. she just say jewing? <laughs> and <laughs> so this is a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, it was so weird. Like we both so turned to each other. I'm like, did she? Did she? Doing. Like, yeah, yeah. It was didn't, one of those didn't, things. didn't pick it up. No. Yeah. Maybe it's just Maybe, yeah. Next time you're watching Bad too. Do you um, think those girls who are sitting behind us went home and they're like, there's this hilarious power instead of saying doing, she says, doing. <laughs> That's like the screenwriters are so yeah, yeah. proud of that. Speaking of the screenwriters as well, question for you, Mum. As a, as a mother, how do you feel that this film was written and directed by two men? It was written and directed yeah, by two both men. Both of them were. Yeah. Doesn't, Same two guys. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, they uh, everything became a bit of a caricature. Like every woman who's a mother goes has the moments, the days, the weeks, the months, the years where they think I'm rubbish at this, mm-hmm. you know. But then your kids grow up and they turn out all right and think, yeah, well, I wasn't too bad after all, you know. And they they took that and just made a, a, a bit of a parody out of it, you know. Right. Because it is, it is speaking to that that um, place in life, yeah. Right? yeah. And, and, and that and that that, um, <laughs> that should exist. That movie yeah. should exist. There yeah. should be a movie about. How yeah, but they could have done it much better yeah. than that. You know, they didn't have to make it into a caricature of the mm. idea. It could have been a much better mm. film. Yeah. If they'd actually explored the real emotion of the fact that and most if, women if, think they're rubbish at the job, you and know? if like the most beautiful actress in the world wasn't playing the, the main character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, who seriously didn't quite look old enough to have those no. children and didn't quite It almost feels like Mila Kunis' passion project. She's like, I have to play the, the main character. And everyone else is like, I don't think you should. <laughs> well, because she was actually pregnant with her second child while filming. Right. I mean, when she was filming the second one. But, um, yeah, I, I remember thinking that because there's... There's a scene where they they go they say it's after um, Mila Kunis' character who can remember the names of the characters in these films. Oh, well, did um, reference to Carla McKenna. Yeah. Carla. Is yeah. that? Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Amy. Amy. Carla. Amy. Kiki. You're right. Kiki. You're dead right. Yeah. Yeah. Amy, who's played by <laughs> Mila Kunis, um, th- she's just broken up with her husband. Um, and to make her feel better, her friends are like, "We're going to go get you laid." And they go to the bar, and and, <laughs> and there's a montage of her um, like striking, like out. yeah, striking out with men, where she'll say something that's kind of awkward, kind of oh. off-putting, and the men are like, "Ooh, no thanks, no, no, that would not happen." <laughs> no. Mila Kunis talks to any of those guys in the bar, <laughs> short of like threatening their lives, there's nothing she could say to them that would make them go like, "Ooh, dodged a bullet there." Like, <laughs> it's Mila. Kunis. Oh my yeah. goodness! Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There's like, there's a lot of weird stuff in the film, and also there's like, because she's uh, she's like the old one at her job, and everyone's like, oh, you're so stuffy and old. It's like, yeah, she's yeah, 32. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and then they drop a mad Game of Thrones spoiler in this. <laughs> In the middle really? of that scene, they, I, I won't do it out, out of the respect. I'm going to show the respect for people who are behind in Game of Thrones that the Bad Mums movies didn't feel. <laughs> they drop a, a massive spoiler. Um, with What's the actor's name? The guy who played like her boss. Uh, I can barely picture him. He's he's in Hot Tub Time Machine and shit like oh, that. Um, oh, I don't know his name. Yeah, the yeah. He, he basically says, <laughs> or there's a joke about how he took time off after a certain character was killed. 
And that's right. to, to emphasize how useless of an of a employee he is. But I was like, <laughs> you can't just... That, that, that movie came out... That, would have, that movie would have come out right around the, the heat spot of that happening in right. the story. Oh, maybe it was a year later. But still. Yeah. It's Didn't still you say like a massive... everybody took a day off when he died? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. That, it was oh, just... Memory, <laughs> anyway, that was my little gripe. That ruined the movie. Spoiled Game of Thrones for <laughs> well, me. One other thing that I found weird in the film was that, like... So they, they all learn to be better mums by the end of it. But... By being bad mums. Well, they yeah. learn that being a bad mum is... Everyone's a bad mum. But even the so-called good girls, the perfect moms, the yeah. ones that they were all wanting to be like, yeah. they're all, you sh- they at least show that they're flawed as well, yeah. you know, and that they actually, when when they get less uptight about being a mother and, and enjoying it, they became better mums mm. for being mm. not yeah. quite so perfect. And then you get the sequel. So at, at the end of the film... Uh, Mila Kunis is elected head of the PTA, and and which some she ran for out of spite, yeah, yeah, out of, yeah. Out of particularly spite. passionate and about it. She didn't like, really oh, want it. No, this she was just going to reform a it. Big yeah, yeah. job, um, and then so obviously the sequel goes into that quite a lot about the fact that it's actually quite a difficult job being head of the PTA. Yeah, no, no it's, it it's never mentioned. Never mentioned. Man, Didn't exist. Amy has such a good life in that movie. <laughs> like <laughs> other than her husband cheating on her, I guess everything else about her life is like probably better than my life <laughs> like you know you got you got like kids you got like a a, a, a passion project you've got a cool job at a, at a like coffee coffee place i like, coffee I don't, know. I don't know her life wasn't um, that bad stakes yeah, went high enough yeah. of course the men in that were all douchebags as well yeah like which is yeah as another cliche theme it was is, a total cliche it, you know white males are fair game you know, yeah. you, you just—it's okay. It's, no, it's sort of white male. It, it, it's it's like it's Simpson-esque, like that. You know, the, yeah, yeah. the Homer Simpson. You know, he's yeah, complete, sure, sure, yeah. complete idiot. Yeah, because the the husbands were. There so was only two husbands. Catherine Hahn's character yeah. had an absentee father, and they didn't really go into it. No, no they, what, what, they didn't like her. She'd obviously been a solo mum for a long yeah, time. It was yeah. alluded to, but never. Yeah, and yeah. then um, uh, Kristen Bell's husband is very like you gotta do everything and I'm, yeah. I'm the man of the house but then at the end of the film the lesson she learns is I shouldn't do anything <laughs> and it's like no you should learn to do it together yeah, yeah. and so yeah. she's just like and he's like oh I forgot this sweater she's like well fucking go get it well and, but in the sequel they were portrayed as having a healthier yeah, healthier yeah. so maybe it was just like that morning but she, I, I, the other thing I wanted to talk about maybe we should I don't know how we how how much more bad mum's time are we allotted here? It's just as much as it needs. Sweet, Wanda Sykes worst plays the worst therapist I think I've ever oh, seen. Yeah. But she was fun. Oh, she's great. She's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was one of the best parts of it. They traded out like any any like semblance of realism for jokes with her character. Like yeah. she gives terrible advice to her her patients. I, yeah. I wrote down one of her lines though. What was like, you know. As a therapist, I can't give you any advice, but as a human being with two fucking ears, you know, <laughs> I can't remember what she said. Yes. You know, I like that. I liked her. I like that character. Yeah. Well, they brought her back for the sequel, as well. Yeah. Yeah, she was worse than the sequel. I, can't, I, I didn't write down <laughs> what I didn't like. Was she in she the said sequel? something. Yeah, uh, there's the bit when Cheryl Hines. Oh, the, the yeah. mother-daughter thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. because she's, like, obsessed with her daughter. Well, no, no, I think it's because oh, she, yeah. she tells Kiki, who's um, Kristen Bell's character, 
um, your mum needs you. You should be grateful for for her neediness because that's 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 Kiki's story arc is that yeah. her mum's way too needy. Um, but that's not good. Like that's not <laughs> that's not good advice. Yeah. Like Cheryl Hines' character was the wrongdoer was crazy. In, in that in that relationship. Totally she had a picture of the daughter on her sweat sweater yeah. and ja- printed a jammy on her jammies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then and bought the house next door. Yeah, got yeah. her hair cut the same. And, and Wanda Sykes's advice was like, "Good, you should be grateful." Yeah. She she raised you, and it's like this. Ter- that's not. I don't know. But yeah, that's that's the kind I won't of. I might be going to her for yeah. my therapy. <laughs> I mean, it, it's sort of the they're kind of anti movies, aren't they? So they're not. <laughs> you know, they, 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 they're going to write something that's exactly that people yeah. receive like you. That, that, yeah. that well, this is just crap. Yeah. Um, the other thing, just that I thought of on is just the bad sort of or uneven sort of character. Vel- character development in that in like the Christmas one with the mums yeah because <clears throat> you think when they say right you know we're going to take back Christmas and we steal a friggin Christmas tree and do something inappropriate with a Santa and you know, <laughs> run amok in the mall and get pissed and and then like the next day they're all back to being sort of put upon what are we going to do about Christmas type people yeah. it's like they just you know took a dive and yeah yeah, the other thing was the um, Mila Kunis's mum. Yeah, how when she when they went and played dodgeball, she was really getting into the dodgeball, and I thought, well, okay, here is the the turning of mm. you know the yeah. turning of this character. She's not so bad it's going to turn here, but next day it's you know she's back to yeah. bitch again. I, I noticed that too. Yeah. It was almost like mm, she wouldn't have played dodgeball. Like yeah. no. it was a way for all the characters to no. clash physically, yeah. but. Yeah. And like in their story, in their, their own. Yeah. Or if she did, lines. she was gonna really, really turn <clears throat> yeah. out to be amazing in it and yeah, vent yeah, her yeah. anger and yeah. you know. Yeah. Like that would have been a cool, uh, like sort of to end to her end. character yeah. arc. Yeah. 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 And we'll talk about satisfying character arcs in a minute mm-hmm. um, when we get to Daddy Time too. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but they, um, yeah, and, and then it just it just goes completely back to normal. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, yeah this, that, that this was weird. <clears throat> it, it's like it. Every five minutes, they're like, "Oh my god, there hasn't been a musical montage in, <laughs> yeah. in seconds," and so they just cut to like this. Like, it was like they had a, a formula: we're going to yeah. do this, this, yeah. this, 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 and it didn't matter whether it, it added it to the story or yeah. whether it just was a piece of. It was like yeah. crap, really. Set up, punchline, musical montage, dun yeah. dun dun dun, yeah. dun, and so on. Yeah, yeah. it had and a like, rushed to sequel. Kind of feel yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. Just like get it out. Yeah. Yeah. But well, but, but was it the fact that at the end of the first film they had the actresses sitting down with their real mothers? Yeah. yeah. And so and they an and, and gave someone an idea. <clears throat> That's what we could do. We could bring in the next generation. Yeah. And but it didn't even work as well as the the real people talking about yeah. their real lives. Was, you know, that was the best part of the film. Yeah. yeah. And at the end of the first film. Oh, the like three, four main actresses. Was, yeah, it was quite a few of them. There as well. Yeah, and Jane they, Pinkett. They all sit. Oh yeah, Jay Pickett's And they all sit down with their actual mothers and and just talk about like, you know, just have a wee chat. And it's like it's it's the best part of the movie. It's like yeah. oh, the, the whole film was kind of worth it because of this. And then one of them's mother, whose mother took them. Was it Christine Applegate's mother took her to an Al Pacino, a totally inappropriate yeah, yeah, Al Pacino yeah, film, Al Pacino which But the mother goes, but it's Al Pacino. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then that movie, fun fact, also stars Ed O'Neill. Who played her dad and um, oh, in the fa- uh, uh, married with children? Married with children. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah and then so we have this great credit scene in bad mums and then what are we treated to during the credits of bad mums too like, all the characters do this like the most weird cringe song and dance. With, yeah. with horrible ugly christmas jerseys on and that that was one of the worst things bad mums too because <clears throat> i mean it was bad enough start of the movie you, you walk in there and there's like 30 30 somethings like they're all about <laughs> or under. 32 and 33 <laughs> women and and then there's us you know and we have, we're, we're sitting down in the far end so we've got to sort of walk right across in front of everyone <laughs> sit down and sitting there and it's like you know the trailer one of the trailers is 50 shades of grey and, <laughs> and, and I'm like shrinking lower uh, and lower 50 shades freed oh is it or darker which 50 freed tried to block it out tried to block it out but um yeah I just I just Mum felt like in I was in a, in, a, in a parallel universe or like mm-hmm. a, you know I was Go undercover at some weird cult or something. It was just, <laughs> I was in the wrong place. I wasn't very undercover because I was very recognisable. Yeah. But I was in the wrong place is such a good critical review yeah. of Bad yeah. Mums, too. Yeah, that is. So then we get the musical montage and the ugly jerseys at the end. Yeah. As soon as, at, the, as, soon as exactly. the credits roll, we were out of there. That was, that was where I was. Unfortunately. We couldn't because, again, we would have to walk right in front of everyone, putting yeah, ourselves on display. Play. They were all watching. And, and not a person left. <laughs> no, we, they we all said, watch out. Out. <laughs> Get us out of here. Yeah, for the, the montage. Uh, yeah. Get us out of here. So, yeah. So, because we, we didn't actually want to be seen either going in or walking out. Mm, yeah. We wanted to be incognito almost. If your life was a bad mum's movie, you'd run into someone from, like, one of your social groups. Absolutely. And going to, like... Like, like, yeah. what's a great, like, a great movie play? What's, at what's at the moment? Or yeah, yeah. like, call me by your name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh, are you here to see uh, uh, Lady Bird? Like, what? what are you here? And they're like, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. I've written a scene for Bad Mums Three. Um, yeah. So um, when we first when I because I was I was scootering home mm-hmm. and um, one day and I saw a poster for Daddy's Home Two because the Daddy's Home Two posters were up for ages before it came. Yeah, out. it was. Um, there and then I saw the Bad Moms 2 poster and I was like these are both Christmas movies and I was like wait a minute AJ I've got an idea and I was like trying to figure out the best way to do it I was like do we get my parents to watch one franchise your parents to watch another one then we put them together or do we like and then we set it on we'll get them to all watch both and we'll have six people on the podcast I'm going to read out some messages Um, (laughs) get that ready and but I was like because AJ was like yeah sweet my parents will do it whatever and I was like oh my parents don't really watch that many films and when they do it's because you've done immense amounts of research to know that it's like a good film worthy of your time and even then if it doesn't yep. if it doesn't catch in the first 12 minutes um yeah and i, I have gone. to say none of those movies would have passed the 12 minute test <laughs> um but then no that you guys agreed to do it and more power to you and yeah. Um, do you want to go into what happened yeah, with your so parents? Yeah, so a bit of background. My parents, they're, they're um, you know, they're conservative Christian people. That's fine. I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not saying, you know. I don't hate my parents. I don't hate my parents. But I did realise that um, there was a, there was a certain amount of, um, like my dad, I don't think my dad watches a lot of stuff because of, because he doesn't want to see anything that challenges them not challenges but like something that, that he thinks <laughs> might affect him something like 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 bad mums 
Anyway, this is the message I sent to, to, to my mum and dad on the 30th of October. So that's how long ago we were planning this. Richard and I had an idea. Richard and I had an idea for our podcast Christmas special, where we watch Daddy's Home and Daddy's Home Two and Bad Mums and Bad Mums Two, both franchises are Christmas themed, and do the episode where we have our mums and daddies review them with us. We're not sure if we want you guys to watch all four movies or have six people on podcast at the same time, da 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 da. Um, but would you guys be interested? And then I wrote, "It's important to note that both franchises are pretty dirty and inappropriate. Bad Mums more so than Daddy's Home. But part of the humour of the episode would be discussing these super." Awkward movies with our parents, which would be pretty funny, but I understand if that's a deterrent. My mum wow reacted to it. Dad was very keen. He's like, yes, yes. My dad is, is as much of an intention seeker as I am. He said, I'm, I'm is keen. Is that possible? I'm keen. And he said, I'll even dust off the old what are we watching epithet. And that's a little in-joke there that I'll quickly explain. Whenever um, me or my brother would be watching a movie and maybe like a sex scene or something come on, my dad had the uncanny like radar ability to walk into the room at that exact moment and be like, what are we watching? Um, anyway, so that was it. And I was like, sweet. That's, you know, and Richard hadn't even asked you guys at this point. And I was like, Richard, you got to ask me. Because <laughs> yeah, I was nervous to ask you guys to see when you do it. Uh, but um, I'll, I'll explain the context of what happens in Bad Moms. Mm-hmm. So about, what is it, like 15 minutes into Bad Moms, yeah. Mela Kunis walks in on her husband masturbating. And she's like, oh, let me have a look at what you're watching. And then it's this full frontally nude woman on Skype. And he's been having an affair with her. And then, so you see like everything on this on this woman, but then there's nothing like that in either of the two films. Yeah, it's the that. only nude scene. Yeah, yeah, and all four films we watched. Yeah, um, and it's like right at the top of the first one. Yeah. So then on, on the 26th of November, Dad messages me, "Sorry, Alex, but I'm out." And that was it. <laughs> he said, "Mum wanted to give up 30 minutes. I don't know. Should I ring him? Should I ring him and ask like what the deal no. was?" I'm going to ring him. <laughs> ring him afterwards. No, I'll ring him now. He's, he wants to be on it. This is, this is what he gets for betraying, betraying my content. Uh, and if, if this doesn't work, we can um, it cut it out. You know, that's the wrong person. Um, we can cut it out fun. and just have this as a nice little bridge between the two um, film franchises. Yeah. They would have watched Daddy's Home. Probably would have liked it. Is this where you put some musical interlude into? This is music. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Dad. Um, you're on uh, Film Franchise Fortnite's on the Cult Popture podcast. Okay. Um, we're, just, we're just wondering, because you were invited and you're not here. We were just wondering, um, what, what, what deterred you from, from continuing, continuing the venture of watching uh, these films? Yeah, as I'm called um, short, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's because I like quality um, theatre, <laughs> quality art, yep. and having to look around different bushes. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's worse than anything we've said so far. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And um and definitely that first movie, I think it was the first movie, uh, of the bad mums one. Yeah. Was well do you remember the term I used to say We're just talking about this <laughs> Um when 
when I walked in on, on you or your brother or your yep. brother, your mum and you watching a movie with some... Oh, <laughs> you said, what are, are we kidding? watching? <laughs> Jesus. And that's why um, I thought to myself, I'd be asking myself that question if, if I was me looking at me watch that movie. So... Um, there you go. Fair enough. Well, um, that we, that's a that's a great answer, Dad. Thank you. I respect I respect your decision, but I feel betrayed. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> See you later. Say hi to Mum for me. Love you. Love you. Keep the light on. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting um, stuff to come out of that discussion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my dad of course uh, referring to to looking around bushes which is probably the worst way he could have phrased the one nude scene in, in the, yeah. whole, the whole yeah I, I quite tastefully <laughs> but um I, I don't like that he indirectly um insulted my appearance I've been like um AJ I like quality cinema yeah, yeah. so I didn't do it nah screw my dad <laughs> we like quality cinema but we love our son <laughs> yeah, yeah that's exactly the that's the difference dad I know you're listening to this I know you're fine trying to find this part specifically because you won't like the swearing that's already happened so he'll just skip to the phone call I hear you dad <laughs> you're gonna text me about this later anyway alright well what a great interlude what a great interlude um Shall we move on to the Daddy's Home franchise? Mm-hmm. So that consists of two movies, mm-hmm. Daddy's Home and Daddy's Home 2. Daddy's uh, Home for Christmas. It's a good title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, Why didn't so, I think of that? Um, Daddy's Home came out in 2015, directed by John Morris and Sean Anders. Mm-hmm. And I... Oh, fuck, oh. I forgot to do something. Anyway, um, we'll, we'll go back to Bad Mums. Oh, we, okay. we can... Once we've talked about Daddy's Home, okay. we can then open the floor to yeah. talk about anything. Sure. Um, AJ, what is that about? Daddy's Home? Yeah. Daddy's Home is about, um, you've got a guy who's played by Will Ferrell. What's his name? Brad. Brad. It is Brad. It's totally Brad. Brad. It is Brad. You're yeah, Brad. 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 Yeah. <laughs> You're Brad. We did only see it last night. <laughs> um, and so there's a guy named Brad, and he, he his whole life he's wanted to be a father. Then um, a few years before he, he meets his, his soon-to-be wife, um, in, a, in like an x-ray accident, he becomes infertile. Um, some, Which is just really sad. Yeah, he should have sued the dentist like millions of dollars for but it was just played off as a joke he did live in a nice house maybe he did maybe he did Um, he kind of seems like a pushover in the movie though he was a total pushover anyway he's got stepkids now and that's sort of he's trying to like you know create a really good relationship with his his new stepkids Uh, and then their real dad who's played by uh, Mark Wahlberg his name is Dusty nice and he turns up they didn't need Wayne no he turns up to um basically win back his his ex-wife and put push brad out of the picture um it's a comedy of errors because uh mark Wahlberg's real hot and tough and will ferrell's real dumpy and 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 old that's the that's the the entire film yeah yeah um and then uh two years later uh, that, got, see, that's a good time. It's a good amount. It's a good amount of time to leave for like a comedy sequel. Yeah, yeah and it's years. clear that they spent the extra time working on this. Yeah, film. yeah. Because um, so Daddy's Home Two, directed by Sean Anders, so lost his co-director from the first one. Oh, I wonder if um, that was a big deal. Yeah. Wait, does that? Who was the other guy? John Morris. Well, he was the problem. Yeah, <laughs> well, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Sorry. But um, anyway, Daddy's Home Two. My turn to give us a synopsis. This one is. Uh, but so by the end of Daddy's Home One, they they learn to like live together and they can have this 
like sort of happy family that's a bit unconventional mm. and also at the end of that film as well Mark Wahlberg meets another girl and her and he becomes a stepdad and then his way hotter way like whatever um, their real dad comes over it's John Cena <laughs> That's a meme, guys. Sorry. Like, is he a wrestler? Yeah, he's a, a like, he's an amazing looking guy. Pumps are full of steroids. Yeah, he's, he's actually he's quite he's got good comic timing as well. He's, mm. he, he's he's granted more Make a Wish wishes than any other, any other person in history. Really? Really? Wow. So he's a nice guy. Good dude. Yeah. Um, so in Daddy's Home too, we have uh, Will Ferrell's dad played by John Lithgow. Played brilliantly by John Lithgow and uh, Will Ferrell's Don. That's his name. Oh, yeah, Don. Don. And then Will Ferrell's dad. No, no, he's. Uh, sorry, Mark Warbeck's dad, played by Mel Gibson, whose name is. Kurt. 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 It's totally Kurt. Kurt, Kurt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Wow. Oh. <laughs> Extra um, points. Um, <laughs> they, uh, they come home for the holidays. They decide they're going to do it together Christmas, and the whole family's going to be there. And then Mel Gibson has the wacky idea to put everyone in a remote cabin because he wants to get Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg to admit that sorry Brad and Dusty to admit that they don't actually like each other mm. and so again comedy of errors um, but John Lithgow and Will Ferrell have a very loving relationship and Will Ferrell and uh, fuck Mark, Mark Wahlberg and Mel Gibson uh, have a very sort of standoffish relationship they don't see each other very often because yeah. Mel Gibson never comes to town yeah and the film ends up culminating they get snowed in at this um they get Snowden yeah they, they get Edward him. Snowden I didn't spot him <laughs> Edward Snowden. Snowden comes in and he leaks all the, I, don't <laughs> I don't know what he did but um <laughs> that was the last thing of Julian Assange no, what yeah. did Edward Snowden do he, he, he was, was a leaker as well yeah he was a leaker well what did, what did he do he, he he's the military he's the one, guy yeah he? military guy isn't he the one that's intelligence guy did he go to the Russians or something and he got pardoned by Obama is that the one or no that was the Assange no, 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 another guy. Snowden is like, anyway. oh my god, it's so important. <laughs> which is, the, which is the one that's anyway. now a girl? Yeah, that's that's. Is the that one. Edward Snowden? No, really? No, I think. It's no, who's who's the one that's now? No, no, no not him. There's another one. Warkowski. <laughs> no, it's now a girl. Got. Oh, no. Yeah, you know, anyway, the, the, the brothers who directed Mark Wahlberg. Um, <laughs> Yeah, what? Who <laughs> directed The Matrix? I finally got Mark Wahlberg on the first go and it wasn't the right thing. Um, yeah, they directed The Matrix. These Wachowski brothers directed the, the Matrix. No one in my life has ever mistaken a movie name for an actor name. Yeah. Like, they both start with M? Yeah, I think I guess that's, that's the. Anyway, they were, they were the brothers when they directed that. Then they directed a film called Jupiter Ascending. And one of them had gone through, had transitioned and they were the Wachowski siblings and now they're the Wachowski sisters are you serious wow. yeah I didn't know that last that's part that's crazy yeah no do you not know that they're no, both they're no. both oh, wow. um, they're both transitioned so now they did did they do Sense8 they show mm. on Netflix they did a Netflix show as the Wachowski sisters wow how often does that happen maybe they this is a real disrespectful thing to say I'm gonna say it anyway maybe they just were like <laughs> it's Christmas where they really wanted like a pull for more female directors and they're like right you know what we have to do <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah. So anyway, they get they get snowed. Don't at me. <laughs> they get snowed in at um, this movie theater, and everything kind of culminates, and they all learn their lessons, and it's, it's very nice. Just remembered something: yes. the person who's changed changed their sex and is now a girl's Bradley Manning. When you say remembered, 
No, I did. No, no. I looked up Edward Snowden, but but it wasn't him, and I remembered. No, seriously. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Um, so, Daddy's Home. Which one did everyone prefer? Second for me. Yeah. yeah. Second. Second for um, me. Uh, I don't even want to talk about the first one. <laughs> yeah. I have nothing to say. The first about one Daddy's is like Home. borderline unwatchable. And That's the, second, the worst of the And four. the second one is one of my favourite movies of the year. <laughs> No, I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd say it was. I it was, wouldn't say it was a. No. No. no not at all. Really. Maybe we are in the minority here, Richard, because we we walked out of that movie just flabbergasted at how much we enjoyed it. Yeah. Well. Okay. So I forgot to do this for Bad Moms, but the what do the critics have to say? Oh my god! Just did fine. So, um, Bad Moms, the original, has a fifty-eight percent critic score on Rotten Tomatoes, and sequel has a twenty-nine percent critic score. Uh, Daddy's Home has a 31% critic score and Daddy's Home 2 has 19%. It's the really? Lowest, it's the lowest ranked of all of them by quite a bit. So you're in the minority when you that's, actually like it. Well, that's weird. Like, yeah. I don't see how anyone <clears throat> can hate this film. <laughs> like, to me, it was like yeah, no, the, everything these films should have been. The the casting is perfect. Like yeah. the, like having like John Lithgow should have played Will Ferrell's father before. Yeah. Like that's such good casting. That's such a good idea. Yeah. And John Lithgow on top of that is is a joy to watch. Has borderline moving scenes in this oh in this God. film. He, there's there's a scene in the film where um so so John Lithgow's Don is um a budding uh, improv artist basically yeah. improv comedian and um they go to this little place in this town where they're doing some improv comedy and don gets pulled up on stage to to join in and do some improv because they're like oh a senior improv artist how interesting and um then so at this point mark Wahlberg got it right this time has worked out that don and his wife have separated yeah but uh, Will Ferrell doesn't know it yet and so they're like oh can we get a suggestion from the audience for a relationship yeah. Mark Wilber is like divorce because he's angry at Will Ferrell yeah. and then there's like the scene of him breaking down on stage yeah. and everyone's laughing at him and it's like shot beautifully it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's acting beautifully is like, acted and, and scripted and then yeah. it, it walks that line between you know it's credible that, that the audience would be laughing because they think he's mm. joking, but you can see that he's. See, yeah. I mean, that that's, that must be such a fine line to to walk, scripting yeah. and acting. Yeah. So no, it was. I, I think it's, it, it worked <clears throat> because John Lithgow is such a good actor, mm. and yeah. then like he almost to the to the, the tone of the film's detriment. Yeah. Like, well, you're like, oh, <laughs> the, like this one scene is the one, the one wee bit I liked in that as well as part from the John Lithgow was that Mark Wahlberg suddenly becomes remorseful for mm. throwing them into that situation and tries to get them mm. out of it. You feel sorry for them and suddenly, you know, because he's realising this is all going wrong and it's much more heartbreaking <laughs> than he intended it to be. And he tries to get them out of this situation and Will Ferrell's like, no, 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 leave him there. He's no, doing he's, a good... He's, he's, everyone loves him. You know? yeah. yeah, I mean, and like, that's just John Lithgow. Like, Mel Gibson's great. Like, again... Yeah, he could be Mark Wahlberg's father. They look enough alike to, to be yeah, to be related. The, and their their relationship was. Like, I, I really really enjoyed their relationship in the film. Yeah. Because, and this is what I what I, I teased earlier about character arcs. Spoiler is, alert for Daddy's Home Two. Yeah, spoilers for Daddy's Home Two. Um, if you intend on watching Daddy's Home Two, turn off the podcast <laughs> now. Um, so they end up. At this at this movie theater, and they're all snowed in. They have to watch this movie called Mistletoe about this like grizzled tow truck driver played by Liam Neeson, who actually provided his own voice. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and they all and it's like he's all like 
ah, oh, I love killing bad guys, but I love my kids even more. Like that kind of doesn't say anything like that. Yeah, it was classic. But, um, it was very like yeah, it, off, it started off alright, but I lost it. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was this classic like Liam Neeson vehicle, and then after that. Uh, Mark Wahlberg and Mel Gibson are like standing outside and he's like why have you never been a better father to me kind of thing and Mel Gibson gives this like impassioned speech about like there's one thing I always wanted to be and that's a better father to you and you're like oh that wasn't really earned and then Mark Wahlberg's like that was in the film we just watched. <laughs> yeah, that like, was good. You yeah. stole it word for word. Yeah, it teases <laughs> like this. Yeah, this when we were watching it, I was, I, up to that point, I was like, I hate this. how much I've been enjoying this movie. And then Mel Gibson launched into that, and I was like, oh, he hasn't earned this. He didn't, he didn't go through anything. He hasn't yeah. learned his lesson. No. And then they completely undercut it by proving it was just another one of his Kirk's, Kirk's like, attempts to weasel everyone, you know? But then we do finally get the payoff of Mel Gibson's character. And in one of my favourite film scenes of 2017. Um, so, when oh I flashback to. So, in the first and second movies, there's, a, there's scenes at the airport when uh, a character comes down the escalator and they react to them. So, in the first film, it's Will Ferrell being like, oh my god, Mark Wahlberg's so hot, I can never compete with that. And then in the, in the second one, it's like um, Mel Gibson comes down the escalator and it's like, oh, he's a cool dude. and and he, they're like he's gruff and shows no emotion and then John Lithgow comes down it's like slow motion he's so excited to see Will Ferrell and they run into each other and they kiss each other on the lips <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and it's actually really funny and so they're like oh what they've not seen each other for a long time it's like no they saw each other for Thanksgiving a month ago yeah. um, and then at the end of the film when they're like saying goodbye and John Lithgow and Will Ferrell have like finally like made up because they had a bit of a falling out and they're like saying goodbye and it's very passionate and then Mark Wahlberg kind of was like well I guess I'll see you in five years. And Mel Gibson throws his arm around him and kisses him right on the lips. <laughs> and it's so funny. Yeah, it's great. And then and then um, Will Ferrell's, uh, Brad's mum, comes down the escalator with her new boyfriend. Chesley Sullenberger. The guy, Sully. Sully. And, um, and Will Ferrell rejects him, creating this wonderful symmetry between the two films yeah. of how we treat our stepfathers and our fathers <laughs> and our families. <laughs> it's like, yeah. why is this so good? <laughs> um, but like, how, how did you guys react to the uh, Mel Gibson kissing? The kissing? Yeah. Didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought, it, to me, it was this... It's sort of contrived, like, oh, let's throw in something really weird and shocking and people yeah. will talk about it. Mm. Um, yeah, to me it was just a device. And, yeah, um, yeah so I didn't, I didn't rate it. It was one of my favourite scenes of 2017. <laughs> yeah, these are the only um, four movies you've seen. Actually, we go to right. a surprising okay. number of movies. Right. This, so is, like this, a, a this is a debate that we've often yeah. had. Yeah. We, we I kept a thing on my phone once for... Um, yeah. Uh, you know, okay, when was the last time we went to the movie? Oh, we go to the movies all the time. No, we don't. <laughs> so I would write, put the note in my phone as to when we last went to the movies. Yeah. And once he was, no, no, we went just the other, no, didn't we go just the other week? It had been over a year. This, so this, is, is, this is historical we're talking about. Yeah. This is where Richard gets his, like, adamant, no, you're wrong attitude from. <laughs> <laughs> but That's something yeah, from Richard from his mother. But this, yeah. year, but this mother. year we have yeah. actually... We have actually been to the movies a few times. Don't oh. compare us to my parents. <laughs> <laughs> but you do. Actually, you you provide certifiable proof that I'm wrong. We do, like, yeah, on a daily I, basis. Yeah, exactly. This is where well, maybe you just shouldn't be wrong all the time. <laughs> maybe, yeah. there, there you go. But we have seen quality movies this year. Yeah, we, what did you guys go? You saw Dunkirk? Dunkirk. Saw Baby Driver? Baby Driver. Yep, yep. 
Daddy's home's too better than both of these. Places. Oh God, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> the trouble yeah, for me it. with Daddy's home one and two is I hate Will Ferrell. He's he's so hit and miss for me. I wouldn't say I'm a fan of Will Ferrell by any mm. means, but like mm. I just have never seen him in anything that I've thought you're quite good. Well, here's here's the balance. I think Daddy's Home Two strikes is bad. Like you mentioned, Richard, when we we're watching Daddy's Home One, that like this isn't a good Will Ferrell movie. Like regardless of what you think of no. him on the spectrum of like I don't know, say Anchorman's his best as an example. Not yeah, well, yeah, like, and, and the difference because I don't like, because I just don't like him. I wouldn't. By yeah. choice, go and see yeah, a yeah. Will Ferrell movie. Yeah, it's, it's that balance between like what's a good movie with Will Ferrell and a, and a good Will Ferrell movie. Mm. It's like Daddy Home. Daddy's Home isn't a Will Ferrell movie. It's just he's. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Just the lead yeah, character. Yeah, exactly. um, He's not doing his whole... It's but, the same with like Jim Carrey. And, and while I wouldn't, say he was, <laughs> I wouldn't say he was amazing in Daddy's Home 2, you need him there because John Lithgow is so good as Will Ferrell's father. And like, like the, it's like this... It's like this um, big house of cards that you can't pull any of them out. Oh, don't yeah. mention that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, no, if you want a, a bumbling wimp, basically, mm. you there's no better guy than Will Ferrell. Yeah. There you go. You know? yeah. And then yeah. and to play the like older version of that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. John yeah, Lithgow yeah. was like, well, you can see where he gets it from. Mm. Yeah. 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 Um, are you going? We're going to talk about there's a the climax of Daddy's Home too. Yeah. So. Um, as as everything's kind of falling apart when they're stranded in this movie theater, um, they kind of make amends with everyone, including John Cena's character who hates Dusty, by singing. Um, do they know, do it's, they know it's Christmas? It's by and it's, it's wonderful. So it's a wonderful scene. <laughs> so it's, uplifting. It, it, it rivals it yeah, rivals yeah. the end of Little Miss Sunshine, where they're oh. doing like the 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 striptease on stage with the whole family and stuff like like that. Too. I was like, this. Is, <laughs> Take your word for it, AJ. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, I'll go into my, my spiel here about why that's a good. Good way to do okay. a climax. Okay. So, um, we can everyone grab a drink. <laughs> well, I've, made, I've made videos about this on the Cop Pops channel before. Basically, a really good climax, in my opinion, is one that is both external and internally moving, right? So, um, something like um, Transformers, the climaxes often don't work because they're all external. The, 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 bad, the good guys literally defeat the bad guys. Whatever like, message the film is saying, which Transformers doesn't have one, but if it did, it, it, isn't, it isn't simultaneous. Watch out, Michael Bay. Simultaneous with it. And then you go to, to typically, um, typically rom-coms do this. They, um, the, 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 maybe this is like, the, there's like kiss and they get back together, yeah. that kind of thing, but it's, it's very much like, it's like oh, oh, I, just, you, I just love you again. Yeah, yeah, I, I just love you again. Whereas um, something like, like Daddy's Home 2 or Little Miss Sunshine combine both those clo- closure points together where something is both emotionally satisfying, like uh, the whole family coming together, and externally physically satisfying with something as grand and verbose as them performing an embarrassing performance at a movie theatre in front of everyone. 
And I never thought I'd be saying that about Daddy's Home too. Yeah. Like, but it does it. And, I, and like, John Cena's about to walk out when they start singing it and he turns around and he's like, this is my favourite song in the world. Yeah. I played it in August. I didn't even care. Yeah. And then, then, <laughs> yeah. then he, like, runs he on stage great. for, do they know it's Christmas time at all? But yeah. it was also the payoff for Mark Wahlberg's character. who, yeah. who yeah. It was established earlier on. Established earlier on in the film that he, were, he was going to do the Bono line, but he saw his father. Chatting up, up and some, picking up yeah. some per, some friend's mother and taking her out of mm. the room and, not, and missed his line and he, he choked and didn't sing the yeah, Bono line and it finally it. finally well, gave him the chance to, yeah. to to sing it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah. it's ticked off a lot of like tick, tick, story arc boxes. But, that's, but to me, that's what it felt like. It was tick, yeah. tick. That's a valid tick. argument. Okay, yeah. you know. No, yeah, yeah. But for me, but, yeah. yeah, I guess I got so on board with the film by that point. <laughs> they're like, because it's like, oh, what are we going to do to get everyone back together? And it's established. Early on in the film, um, there's a jukebox. Someone plays "Do They Know It's Christmas," and Mark was like, "Turn it off! I hate the song." He explains why he's got this. He's traumatized by it. And then they're like, "What are we going to do to bring everyone together?" And Will Ferrell has like this. For some reason, has this like drum, um, and he's like, and it's like the opening like bars of "Do They Know It's Christmas." I was like, "Yes, yes, yes!" I was, and it's such a good song and a perfect song for that situation. You know, it's just yeah. And there's something about movies. That a song injected into a movie gives the song more power. Like yeah. even introducing the tough guy characters, that was one other thing. Was it um, Thunderstruck? ACDC. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. marching on to Thunderstruck. You know, yeah. and I think shit, that's a great song. But <laughs> I don't necessarily think that if I hear it on the radio. But yeah, right. In the context of a movie. Yeah, it's, yeah. it is interesting. Like, <clears throat> what a what a song can kind of make you. Well, it's, and, and like maybe that's a key to what I was talking about with external and internal. Because all your finances. examples are songs. Yeah. Well, kind of, <laughs> well no, because the other you know, the, the example I actually made a video about is the ending of about a boy. Have you guys seen about? Yeah, a boy? yeah. So that that movie ends. He with, has, not, I have. Okay, yeah. so so that movie ends with um, uh, uh, Hugh Grant's character basically protecting the to this teenage boy's um, what would you say popularity like, popularity because he goes on stage in a talent show to sing um, Killing Me Softly to his mum so total embarrassment right like you would never do that if you wanted to be cool Will Ferrell well, Will Ferrell yeah. <laughs> the character's name is Will in the now? film Hugh Grant runs on stage with a guitar despite like his whole character's I want to be cool he runs on stage with a guitar sings Killing Me Softly with him and it's awesome and he embarrasses himself and it's like a complete kind of arc yeah. for both characters yeah. and it's the it's, it's killing, killing me yeah. softly now is a very special song for me because I think of that scene and now yeah, right. mm. and one of the like pathetic ways of rounding off uh, a film was I think Daddy's Home the first one yeah. at the end because it was the Will Ferrell character talked earlier about resolving conflict through dance <laughs> you know and was it right at the end of the movie that they yeah. they all started dancing? You know, there was going to be a big rumble, and then they all then started Mark, dancing. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg gets lost. Like and, and to me, that was just excruciatingly bad. Like, so, okay, I, see, I, I really liked that. I, <laughs> I didn't like the whole film up until that point. And, then, and it, it's the high point of the film for me. Yeah. Really? And the high point is like a small bump on a flat line. Yeah. 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 It was, again, it was that like... Mark Wahlberg's character learning something and showing that through like physical yeah, yeah. means because he's like the whole time he's like real cool he made fun of Will Ferrell for suggesting so a problem is the dance he gets a problem and they're like let's throw down and he just like sort of starts mm. wiggling his shoulders and then ends up like doing a dance but then yeah. everyone gets in on it and it's kind of yeah, like, yeah that's probably the, the people the guy who wrote and directed Daddy's Home 2 
Like as a genius, you can you can get the feeling <laughs> from someone. A bit you can get the feeling from someone like the guys who write like the scary movie, date movie. Yeah, what are their names? Uh, Friedberg and Seltzer. Yeah, you get the feeling from them that they're like, okay, cash another check. Like, yeah, yeah. we wrote another movie. No one didn't. No one liked. Yeah. I reckon the guy, the, the main creative team behind Daddy's Home Two, are probably pretty bummed. With like the critical response, I'm bummed with the critical. Look, because response. there is heart into it, and that's the difference. They, they didn't feel like there was as much heart in Daddy's Home One, but there yeah. is in, in Daddy's Home Two, and maybe they didn't bring that. Maybe that was all Lithgow and Gibson bringing that. But yeah, it definitely is Lithgow. Lith- <laughs> um, but one thing I sort of know, like even just when the casts were announced, is they like, like the cast of the two films. It's like, man, these would make good Graham Norton episodes. Mm. They're so like, these, oh, yeah. put these four people yeah. together, and yeah. uh, there is a, a Graham Norton episode with the um the four guys from daddy son too um but then like halfway through they're like oh and here's this fashion design and they just talk to her for the rest of the show um but it's that like you had it right there graham (laughs) it's like that you put like sort of slightly unconventional celebrities together and Mm. they're all they're all quite like out there and got good stories and stuff like that and one sort of thing i did just sort of want to play a little game i guess Mm -hmm. um what do you guys think of like what what do you think was the best and worst pairing of parent to child actor? Throughout the, yeah, the whole the whole franchise, the both the five through both of, the worst pairing. Um, that's a good question. I feel like there's a clear, um, there's a, such a clear answer. Well, I mean, the, I, I, yeah, I don't have one specifically. I'm just going through them. So the, yeah, you've got um, Kristen Bell and Cheryl Hines, yep. Mila Kunis and Christine Baranski. Catherine Hahn, Susan Sarandon, Will Ferrell, John Lithgow, uh, Mark Wahlberg, Mel Gibson. Uh, Kiki and good. Cheryl. Yeah. 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 I, I guess, yeah. If I had to pick one, it'd probably be them. But I I don't necessarily think they were mismatched or anything. Right. But, yeah. Yeah, I think that um, in terms of looks, I'd say Mila Kunis, Christine Baranski. Yeah, that's yeah. my answer. That's, yeah. That, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure because I looked at... Because unusually with her you saw the father as well and, yeah, and it's yeah. like didn't yeah. strike me that they would have that child well, you know it just looks like she's a different ethnicity to yeah well that's just yeah, yeah that, you know that's, yeah. that's the only thing but it's actually because I was I was interested to know this that I looked up the age differences between all of them all right. so um, Mila Kunis Christine Bransky is the biggest difference between the two ages the 31 year age gap and Kristen Bell Cheryl Hines is the smallest uh, actually the smallest tied 15 year age difference um, wow. and which is the same as Mark Wahlberg and Mel Gibson hmm. yeah, see, Mark, Wal- really? Mark Wahlberg and Mel Gibson to me didn't strike me as being he they, they did look too close in age Mark Wahlberg did look a wee bit too old to be Mel yeah. Gibson's son yeah, yeah I, did, I didn't think that because Mel Gibson looking so old these days he's not looking that yeah. flash actually to be fair yeah, well, Wahlberg that. looks younger <clears throat> than and, 45 yeah, yeah. Uh, but, um, he is yeah, 46 yeah, yeah. But I mean, Mel Gibson was—I mean, he—he he was a great part of the film and made it interesting. But just not a sympathetic character at all. And I don't know whether yeah. it's because I'm preconditioned not to like him because I know what an asshole he is. Yeah. But there was nothing really sympathetic about that character uh, at all. I'd almost—I there's an argument that Daddy's Home Two is Mel Gibson's Birdman though. Because in the same way that Michael Keaton... Do, do you need to explain? Birdman. <laughs> yeah. do, you, so, you guys have... Do you of Alcatraz? No, no, no. no, 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 no. That's no, the only Birdman Bird I know. So um, Michael Keaton starred in a film a few years ago called Birdman where he played an actor who once was like a superhero, which is what Michael Keaton actually is. And so now right. he's like 
living in the shadow of playing, having played a superhero, Mark Keaton played Batman. Yeah. Right. Um, so it was like this sort of meta kind of thing. And it's, it was, it was quite, a good, quite a good film. One best picture of that year. Mm. Um, and so it's all kind of done as one shot. And it's um, him. He's in this Broadway play and he's trying to sort of break free of yeah. the image of being Birdman. Yeah, which but, is yeah. what you can imagine Michael Keaton would have gone through in real life. Yeah. Mel Gibson in this film plays a misogynistic douche, yeah. douchebag and... Um, by the end of the film, he's kissing Mark Wahlberg. He's kissing Mark Wahlberg, and I do wonder. I do wonder if Mel Gibson thought, and some spark in his mind was like, maybe this would defend my public image. Yeah, well, I mean, it, like, because yeah. he's he's kind of slowly been coming back, and because he, like, he directed Hacksaw Ridge yeah. last year, which was yeah. incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is his he quietly his first, coming like, back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then like, he does Daddy's Home too. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like doing like a coming a doing a family friendly sort of thing because mm. it's like probably his biggest profile acting role in quite a long time mm. yeah. and you have to give him credit I guess for because it was almost a, you know a self-parody role isn't it yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. that's yeah. what I'm talking so, about yeah so yeah. You, you do have to give him credit for that but I just I don't know something about him makes your flesh creep a bit, <laughs> you know? yeah I was talking about this with mum today is that like he, he is really looking a lot worse for wear but they treat oh, yeah. him like he's still really hot yeah like he's coming down, down the escalator yeah. like damn it's like yeah. oh, all these young like, women he looks like a bag this but he is, is yeah. supposed to be have been a space shuttle captain um, yeah. Yeah. commander so so he he would theoretically be a high profile person a bit like Sully was at the end the, you know sure. somebody that's instant that would be instantly recognisable yeah. as, as that so so he has been hot and he's still training on his what did you Trading on his reputation. Captain Chesley Sully Sullenberger's appearance at the end. I thought it was a bit weird. Actually. I think, no, I thought it was great. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was a great little twist because <laughs> that was the actual guy, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, um, you, you didn't like it, Richard? Um, I don't know, because... Well, because I'm feeling that you and I are kind of polar opposites. <laughs> it's it's in this one of those thing, things you know? where if they'd mentioned <laughs> Sully earlier in the film, it would have made sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, it yeah, felt yeah. like a fired Chekhov's gun that was never set up. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why it's a good way of putting it. The only thing was that you got told that John Lithgow liked to talk to people on the planes and that he'd liked he talked to this guy that became the boyfriend yeah. of the husband but yeah. they could have alluded to it a bit stronger a bit more strongly you know? um, yeah I mean like because they were like oh my, my new dad's about to come down that escalator I was like who are they going to get yeah I know you know, right. I was actually expecting to be Liam Neeson oh right I was like that would make sense because that, that would be like Liam Neeson playing Liam Neeson would mm. would, would be hilarious. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but then, yeah, it was him. But then I, I liked the, the like the stuff that it added. How he's like, who are they, they they like? Oh my god, isn't they made that Tom Hanks movie about it? We just watched it last week. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm not on board with it. It's too weird. It's too like why is why is Daddy's home too an advocate for for the Sully story? Like it doesn't it doesn't like oh, so it, you, you don't think what he did was you no I'm saying Daddy's Home Two it's not Daddy's Home Two's business like like <laughs> a a an egregious celebrity cameo would have made more sense yeah there yeah than, it was a bit I, like, I thought it was a bit weird yeah I, yeah I just thought oh that. I liked it <laughs> <laughs> no and you stand more power to you yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um another fun thing <clears throat> I found out so all the people all the the ten parents across these two films all do have children mm-hmm. um. It's found it interesting who has the most, the least, the most children. So Cheryl Hines has the least children. She's only got one child. Um, and then you've got Kristen Bell, Mila Kunis, Catherine Hahn, Christine Baranski all have two. Um, Susan Sarandon, Will Ferrell, and John Lithgow have three. 
and Michael Bay has four. And Mel Gibson has, has a truckload. He has I knew nine. he was going to win. Nine kids. <laughs> yeah, he's got an infant who turns one next month. Oh my and goodness! And the mother is twenty-seven. Oh my goodness! And he's sixty-one. And he, but didn't he have like seven with his first wife? Yeah. Who took him to the cleaners? Yeah. He's with a twenty-seven-year-old. Yeah, she's a um, equestrian vaulter slash writer. Oh man! Like so, my mum. My mum loves Mel Gibson. She, Mel Gibson, growing up, like I remember getting her the Lethal Weapon movies for Christmas because Mel Gibson was her celebrity crush. Right. This was free pass. This was yeah. This new, but this was, <laughs> this was way before the whole sugar tit scandal that that uh, arguably put the the final nail in Mel Gibson's. Oh, um, I don't think it's arguable. I think that's it. Well, he was already a bit disliked. Well, yeah, before. I guess it was that. Yeah. I don't know the, the juice, sugar tits, the juice, the juice thing. The, the juice <laughs> thing was a pretty big yeah. yeah. Um, and and like I mean and, and we talk about my parents being um, conservative Christians before and like Mel Gibson directed Passion of the Christ you know so like like Mel Gibson is very very much like my mum's <clears throat> heartthrob but I would I would think that by by a twenty seven year old isn't in that crossover right, like I yeah. guess if you're famous you're famous but like I would think a twenty seven year old wouldn't be all into Mel Gibson you know yeah. I feel like he's crossed that line yeah I think he's yeah, he's past no, that. I think, li- if you're I think he's past that. Like even for me. <laughs> wow, and, and we all know what Mum thinks about now. <laughs> no, no, I, I, no, I, I did used to like him, but I think he's he's past being attractive. What it's not wearing you're more well. Of like what women want, Mel Gibson. Yeah. It's a very sexist rom com. No, I've never seen that, so answer, I can't answer that question. Because what women want, you know, has the opportunity to be like, oh, you know, they want. To be respected, but it's like no, they want Mel Gibson. That's yeah. The yeah. I said, I said, what woman wants. Can we talk about it just for a second? I mean, no. haven't seen it. No, <laughs> I remember. I remember the poodle talks. I remember because he, he can read women's minds. He reads a poodle's talk. Poodle's, <laughs> he reads a poodle's mind, and the poodle's going, "Monsieur, I need to poop." <sighs> Isn't that fun? Was that the high point of the movie? Or? It might be. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the So therefore, it probably is. Alan Hunt. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Mel. She's good. Gibson. Gibbs. Gibson. Um, and you barely touched your notes there, Dad. Have you? Yeah, well, I can't you, read you them. You touched your notes. <laughs> no, I haven't. I, like, I, yeah, have, I haven't actually looked at them. Mainly I write notes so that as I'm writing them, I'm committing them to memory right, better. Yeah, yeah. Same yeah. as when I was studying. Don't so much. Just the act of writing it down. The act of writing it down. And the trouble is, have you seen his writing? Even he can't. Even Mm. he can't read it once he's written it down. um, Yeah, no, there's a lot of good stuff in there, but you know, it's lost in the Instagram. Yeah, ten points. There's some good. I remember writing down some good lines, like the um, in bad mums when she walks in on the husband. with yeah. skyping that girl, <laughs> and uh, after the exchanges, uh, and she asks him, "So, do you have feelings for this woman?" He says, "Yeah, you don't <laughs> masturbate in front of someone for ten months and not develop feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a monster." <laughs> I kind of, I kind of want, want Wayne Martin to be playing that role now. The, the delivery of that line, I believe, you quite you like more that. Than, <laughs> I believe the actor in the movie. Oh. Um, you, yeah. There's. Yeah, I was talking about like um, like favorite lines and stuff like that. There's a couple of like, because for, for what feels like um, these kind of 
these sort of movies nowadays feel very improvised. And I think we got it quite a bit in Bad Moms more than um, Daddy's Home, where a scene will just go on as long as it has to. There was like keep rolling until Catherine Hahn says something funny enough to end the scene on. And often it's like shouldn't have been the end of the scene. But um, my favourite line across all of the films is in, um, at the end of Daddy's Home 2 when they're like, oh, John Cena, don't go outside. And he's like, I was a substitute for Ice Road Trucker Season 3. I know what I'm doing. And Bill was just like, that was the best season. He's not saying it to anyone. He's just like, genuinely amazed. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, that was my favorite bit. Yeah. Do you want us to have a favorite bit? <laughs> no, you've covered them off. <laughs> one, of the, one of the characters that I really liked that we haven't mentioned in... Daddy's home was was it Griff? The, oh yeah, yeah, Griff. yeah. The, the, the the black the black tradesman. Yeah, oh, um, yeah. That, that was he he has some great lines. Yeah, you know, it is um, relevant that he's black. I did want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is because yeah. it was a racist. Yeah, yeah. Was Mark a, Wahlberg set him set up Will Ferrell. Yeah, because Griff's there to like repair the house after Mark Wal- after Will Ferrell like destroys half of it, and then he's like, "No, you go upstairs and fire that guy. Tell him the men are here," mm. and then he. He sees that he's black and can't fire him, mm. um, which is weird because like, no, he sees that he's nice and can't fire him. Oh, yeah, and, then, and then he goes back to fire him after he gets talked into again. And Griff is like, "What is it? Because I'm black." Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So he's there throughout the rest of the movie. Yeah, he moves in yeah. with them. Yeah, because yeah, he, yeah. he's he's a comedian, Hannibal Burris. He's the guy that um, that broke the Bill Cosby scandal. Oh, really? really? Yeah, he, really? Made, he made a joke in his stand-up about like, oh, you know, Bill Cosby can rape 60 girls and, and this would like, like rape a bunch of chicks and then whatever. And then people were like, what did he, did he just did say? Did he actually do that? And then, and then it blew up from there. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> ridiculous. He was, he was funny. Yeah, because yeah. they kept he giving did. him these straight, intelligent lines that he'd just come out with, you know, yeah. like... So, that, that, yeah, that guy's one of the top five endocrinologists in the country. <laughs> just this from the couch, he says this, you know. Yeah. And um, there's there's another scene where he there was some exchange, dramatic exchange, and he, and he says, oh, I don't know, it, it, it felt a bit weird and forced um, for me." <laughs> and and Maureen said, um, "Yeah, the whole bloody movie felt like that." <laughs> um, but yeah, it's because at the end of the film. Will Ferrell finally does knock up his um, his wife, mm-hmm. and um, and he's like, "Can you name the baby after me?" And then he's not in the sequel, but the baby yeah. is named Griffey. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah, right. yeah, no. Mm. Yeah, that was quite a nice sweet moment. What um, a good film! What a good film! So, what what's everyone's final ranking of the four? Just in order, yeah. or okay for me? Uh, we'll start at the bottom, <laughs> um, and that would be. Bad Mums 2, yep. followed by Bad Mums, followed by Daddy's Home, and then Daddy's Home 2 was the top. Yeah. Yep. Mum? Uh, yeah, if I had to rank them in, the, in, in, a, in an order. Like if you had to watch one. If I had to watch one of them again. <laughs> kill me now. Um, if I had to watch one of them again, probably Daddy's Home 2, just, just, <laughs> just. Mm. But least favourite would be Bad Moms 2 yeah yeah I'd go uh, Daddy's Home was the worst one it was the one that elicited a le- yeah. the least response from me then Bad Mums 2 then Bad Mums then Daddy's Home 2 I'd go it's a Daddy's Home sandwich <laughs> <laughs> that's the release order as well yeah um, was it? No, well the release order was two. a Daddy's Home well the, the release order was a Daddy's Home sandwich <laughs> right, right. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I'd go top one, Daddy's Home two, massive gap, and then Bad Mums, Bad uh, Daddy's Home, Bad Mums two. That's a confusing way to do it because we all went worst to best. Okay, well then Bad Mums two, Daddy's Home, Bad Mums, massive gap, Daddy's Home two. Okay, yeah. I can get my my mind around that. <laughs> Uh, so now there's a segment that we quite often do here called Continue the Franchise, mm. where we all sort of we'll pitch where we think the franchise could go or where it should go. Uh, I'm going to go first because I feel like I have the obvious... Actually, no, first off, I'll, I'll, I'll sort of say where these franchises are sitting. Um, so there is a planned spin-off of Bad Moms called Bad Dads, which... I feel completely misses the point of the original. Um, <laughs> but so does the original, to yeah. be fair. So, but that's scheduled for July 2017. Um, there's been no developments in a year. They'll do it. Um, so it's, it's one of those things where on Wikipedia it's like, it's scheduled for July 2017, Who but it's star? unlikely to make this release date because it, that was six months ago. Who would star in Bad Dads? Because it couldn't be the dads... It couldn't be the adjacent dads yeah, to they're the not Bad Moms. Yeah, they're not famous. No. It'd be like Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg... And John so, Cena. It's just, Cena. It's just yeah, Daddy's yeah. home. So did they do it and just call it something else? Yeah. yeah. Oh well, wait a minute! Somebody stole our idea. Yeah. We can't do that now. Mm. But when when asked about a Bad Moms three, the producer said, "Well, I don't want to spoil the ending of this film, but when we have shown it in previews, there was some crazy percentage of people who said, please make a third one as soon as possible, because there's kind of a jumping off point at the end of the movie for maybe what you could do if you were going to do another movie.'" We'll have to see. This first movie came out in summer. This movie comes out in the very, very crowded holiday season. I mean, as we point out in the movie, the moms are busier than ever. So we're counting on them to do all their business and also come see a movie. All I can say is we will see. Who was asking yeah, for a Who was that story? crazy percentage? And what, 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 and it's a bit the... like Donald Trump. People are saying, all these people are saying, everybody's <laughs> yeah, saying yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But what, was the, what did they think was the obvious well, sequel okay, so thing? My, my sort of sequel idea is that both film ends with the grandparents saying let's go to vegas so have christine baranski cheryl hines um susan sarandon mark Wahlberg, uh, mel gibson and john lithgow meet up in vegas and do like mommy's home dad bad daddy's home mum. <laughs> um yeah i feel like like I guess that's a jumping off point because it does end with them like slow mo walking out the door and bad mums and bad mums too. I did like the the bad mums mums more than the bad mums in a lot of ways. So so, so you're thinking yeah. like a bad greens? Yeah, yeah, and or like yeah, like yeah. granddaddy's home. And, yeah. and, but like yeah, and like I I prefer almost across the board prefer like the older yeah, actors because yeah. like it's it's cooler to see. That's like, a good idea. They should make that movie. There's that no reason that they shouldn't make that movie. That'd be better yeah. than the you rest of them. You pitch it to them, Richard. Yeah. 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 Oh. Uh, post but, it on Reddit. You'll get downloaded instantly. <laughs> at least you can say you tried. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, like, the, like it's, it's cool to see Susan Sarandon or Mel Gibson in like a, in a, like a raunchy family, raunchy family comedy. Yeah. Then it is to see like Mila Kunis or yeah, Mark yeah. Wahlberg. But um, I, I thought Mark Wahlberg was actually pretty good in these films, though. Mm-hmm. I thought like he, he played the role yeah. quite well of oh, being right, like, yeah. especially when he when he's first introduced, of just being like so like overly nice that he's a douchebag. Yeah, yeah. Like because because for the first like hour of the film, there's no hint of malice from him. Right. And he's just like he just actually seems like a genuinely nice dude. Mm. But then obviously the truth comes out. Yeah, it does. Yeah. What else happens in that movie? 
Uh, should we go? <laughs> um, can I go next? Yeah. All right. My continued franchise um, is kind of uh, it's not really continuing it. Basically, I have a theory, and I t- I've told Richard this theory. I'm telling you guys this theory for the, for the first time. I think, and I honestly think this. This isn't just something I'm saying. Like, oh, it feels like this. I believe that Daddy's Home Two was another script. I reckon it was a film called Together Christmas because they make big deal of calling it a Together, a together Christmas, Christmas in yeah. the film. I reckon they had an idea for a modern family has a Christmas together, right? So it's not like the only thing that really ties it to feeling like it's a sequel to Daddy's Home is that it's the Daddy's Daddies. But if you just went into that <laughs> film with there's um, there's cooperating stepfathers, which is you know something you don't. Yeah, 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 you don't often see happening. And then their dads who represent different times and different types of people and their their families and then John Cena. Like it's like a it's like if the and first, then John Cena. Yeah, yeah. If, if the first daddy's home is very clearly about stepdads, Daddy's Home too feels like it's about the modern family dynamic, you know? And I like I reckon if you stripped away some of the jokes in Daddy's Home 2 if you took away the scene where he accidentally lawn mowers or snow blows up the, the Christmas yeah. lights and ends up flying that up in the air that was quite funny <laughs> and, and the repeated joke of the thing falling yeah. on top of the car yeah exactly yeah. like yeah. If, if they took out those jokes and replaced them with quieter more nuanced jokes gave it like a director who's done more uh, of these like you know small award winning films I reckon people would really like this movie. I reckon if it keep the keep the cast if you want, probably probably angle it in more of a way that you think of like Steve Carell and, and Dan in real life, like yeah. you know, or Will Ferrell on Stranger Than Fiction, right? Like, so it's not a Will Ferrell movie. It's a movie where people go like, interesting that Will Ferrell's in that. You know, yeah. interesting that Jack Black's in the holiday, kind of, kind of like that. I'm <laughs> like pulling all quite the quite like Jack Black in the holiday. Exa- exactly yeah. right. Like, yeah. imagine if if this if, imagine if Daddy's Home Two was a quieter, still a comedy, but um. Those moments of heart are amplified. Those story arcs paying off are amplified. You take out the the Liam Neeson movie. You take out Sully arriving at the end. Oh no! Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) I I honestly believe if this movie was treated more like a um, one that was going to be sent to festivals, that people would probably like it. And Mm. that's my continue the franchise. And I believe that. Could have, I also believe could have been a classic. Michael Jackson is still alive, <laughs> and he faked his death. And the proof for that is that there are ghost sightings in in Neverland Ranch, and that's so something Michael Jackson would do. You know, he'd pretend to die and then be like, "But put ghost sightings there." Because magic took a weird turn. Magic's real. Michael Jackson, man, anyway, he's um, still around. Speaking of um, Daddy's Home, so um, Mark Wahlberg mentioned he wants to get Liam Neeson for Daddy's Home three. Because um, someone was like, "Oh, Liam Neeson did a cameo," and he was like, "Yeah, um, would it'll be cool to have him in the third one if we do one, whatever." Shut up, leave me alone. Um, so that's that's where Daddy's Home. So he could be the wrestler guy's dad. He'd be good. That'd be good. Yeah, yeah, that'd be really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not That's yeah. You do it. Have you got one dude? Well, not one that I think would be any good. It's like. <laughs> You know, so it'd be just on the path. We find you, ourselves. You're sort of already at the bottom yeah. of the barrel. Yeah, How, yeah. You know, do you, you know, do you keep scraping or not? Um, but this, the kind of thing that you often see in this, you know, that, that they do transport it to a different place. So they mm-hmm. they kind of take the same plot, the yeah, same people, yeah. and okay, let's let's take all those stressed moms, and they have to they have to get away. Or, the, or the, the the couples say they have they have to get away from the kids. They leave the grandparents in charge of the kids, and they go to somewhere like um, 
the Caribbean or, mm. or um, mm. you know, Rio de Janeiro. Mm. And um, so they're having a wonderful time there. And it's kind of juxtaposed with the horrendous time that the <laughs> grandparents are having with the kids. You know, they're getting tied up and mm-hmm. covered in crap and all that. Yeah. And, of course, so the grandparents decide... We can't stand at this anymore, so they transport everyone to said destination. Yeah, and say it's say it's the Caribbean, and then of course it's the same same plot, same dynamic, same bullshit. With throwing in, um, you're probably throwing in the fact that that these attractive black men are probably showing interest in um, the women. Yeah, and. Um, I love this and, you know, cynicism you're yeah, delivering this yeah, it's here. totally cynical because this if they made this this would be the most pathetic sellout yeah. Yeah. Um, sequel in history but I wouldn't put it past them yeah no it's very like you have the first one which is like it's at it's like at the school and then the second one is like you put it in winter third one a bad mom's holiday you put uh, it in, yeah, in a, a yeah, tropical island it's that like let's um, and all and on the whole press tour because no one could be like, it's a great film. Everyone's like, it looks like this was so much fun to film. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like, oh, you just get to, and they're like, yeah, we just took a holiday and yeah, like yeah. filmed it. it yeah, was so great. Yeah. Wayne, I'm convinced that's what they're gonna do. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> what they're gonna do. Yeah. No question. What about? Uh, did you have a daddy time free? Not, no, not Same really. Thing. The only <laughs> yeah, no, it's actually that, that, in fact, that is that is what I want. <laughs> 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 it would work for both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, in fact, I've got there yeah, for both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could do the same sequel, and um, and well, they did set them up just going to Vegas. Yeah, and because the other thing was, I just I wrote down crossover would be, you know, crossover would be. Do you think we're the first like sort of group of people to make the connection that? The movie about mums and the movies about dads both had a Christmas special at the well, same time. Because when I was when I was driving home that time, and I noticed, I was like, "Of course!" I was like, "How did I know?" Oh, that, that's interesting that the universe has provided this opportunity for my podcast. <laughs> um, what Oprah would call a light bulb moment. Of when, when we walked out of the movie, I said. I didn't actually realise it was a Christmas movie when we went in there. I didn't, I didn't know it was, it was yeah. going to be another bloody Christmas movie because I hate Christmas movies. But is oh, that, how many have you seen? Any good ones? Love well, Actually. Love Actually, which is pretty mostly good, mm-hmm. mostly good apart from some stories that don't belong. But the um, nudie people. Yeah, the stupid nudie. <laughs> you know, common, common complaint about just Love Actually. Right? Take them out, yeah. and it's a perfect. It go, goes from being a movie you could be like, hey, mum and dad, let's yeah. like, me especially. Like, yeah. oh, it turns into, exactly. what are we watching? <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. Um, and I, I have, I did watch A Wonderful Life. Did we both watch that? Yeah. That's a really good yeah. movie. Yeah. That's yeah. not a Christmas movie until the last and, week. And you yeah. have, we did watch The Holiday one year, and you actually quite enjoyed that. that was, um, Why is Jack Black in the holiday? Jack Black Kate and Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz. Yeah, yeah the swap that, that, that was quite good. I just don't know. I, I don't like Christmas specials. We're it's, watching QI and it's a Christmas special. It's like, right. meh. It's too, um, I don't too know. cheesy. I don't know what it is, but yeah. Hmm. I just find it unnecessary I mean, as a content creator, it's a really good way to like come up with ideas for what you want to make. It's not that he doesn't like Christmas. No, I like Christmas. I definitely like Christmas. Just can people but, yeah. please stop talking about it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm pro Christmas. I'd, I'd call myself, um, but yeah, the, I, I, my original idea for continuing the franchise was I was like, what are some real old actors and actresses, and then you just do like another generation, um, <laughs> right. and I was like, Grand, oh, no, you get like Penny White, 
Yeah. And that's it. And that's it. Everyone yeah. else is dead. You get all oh, um, uh, Kirk Douglas. Well, I, I wondered if you could leave it a few years and and then from the kids' perspective. Yeah. Get, like, get some <laughs> Imagine if Bad Mum's got a distant sequel. Yeah. Like, that usually happens with, like, like Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's the, that was the only Wars. thing I could yeah. think of that they could do. Just, the, the, actually, I would equate that to being, like, how there were sequels for both Johnny English and Cats and Dogs came out like 10 years after their their original. Yeah. And it's like, those movies don't deserve... There's ten, a new Johnny English coming out. 10 years later. Oh, my God. <laughs> Johnny English was good. Yeah, yeah but it doesn't yeah. deserve a sequel 10 years later. Oh, no. Make one at that, a time, that's sure. That's true, yeah. 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 That's true. All right, well, that just about does it for um for this podcast. I do... I tease this at the start, mm. but this is our first Christmas episode. Oh, here we go. What happened the first time? Um, and... And so we'll explain. We'll both explain our sides of the story, and then we've got two we'll leave it to completely you. neutral <laughs> people Whatever. to see who we think who this we is thinks are the dispute wrong. resolution. Yeah. That we're talking here. Okay, so okay. last year we were like, let's do a Christmas special. I can't and believe I like, this is finally happening. We're finally we've never explained this fully on the podcast. I've had little digs at AJ throughout <laughs> the last year, but what happened was, I we, we were like, let's do a Christmas podcast, and. I was. It was my turn to take charge of it. I was like, "Let's do Die Hard." Yeah, Christmas franchise. The first ones, first and second. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, big fan of them. Excited. Made, in fact, yeah. I've got here. I've got in front of me as evidence pages and pages. Well, these are pages. Notes. Break, but I've got all these notes about the Die Hard franchise specifically. And then we had to get up early morning. <laughs> AJ hates when I do this, but um, we. <laughs> We got up, we had to get up at like eight in the morning to record it because I was going to Fangaray, AJ was going to Christchurch and um, we recorded the podcast, we sat down to record it and I was like, all right, we're here talking about Die Hard and then what happened AJ? Uh, I watched all five Home Alone movies instead of all five <laughs> Die Hard movies. Your mum's laughing, I'm off the hook. So um, he didn't tell me until we were recording and I'd done pages of research. I was so excited to do this one. It was like the perfect friend. So it, you did it deliberately, watch mm-hmm. the Home Alone movies. Yeah. If you listen to, to the, the episode. Contra- you stitched them up. Yeah. If you listen to the episode beforehand, I go, next week we're going to do a Christmas franchise. What are we going to do? And, and Richard goes, it's the Santa Claus. And I'm like, nah, what are we? Because I had to get you to like agree to it. Still, yeah. I think, and then you're like, "We're gonna do Die Hard." I was like, "Yes." Um, and then so yeah, AJ like deliberately didn't watch any of the movies with me, and then um, yeah, so we recorded the podcast. It's we've never released it. It hasn't been played. Well, actually, I, I listened back to it. I've never uh, like two days ago. It. I just never listened back to it. Um, and, and so it's this this forgotten relic that we've never released. We've never really talked about on the podcast. I refer to it as Die Alone. Yeah, that's how it felt. And so we didn't speak to each other for three weeks afterwards as well. Well, I mean, we were on Christmas break. We weren't around each other. Yeah, well... Uh, I'm sure we if, we, if, we, if we had still lived to, with, with been planning together at the time. Um, but anyway, and um, so the podcast is AJ kind of throwing this curveball, being like, hey, I didn't watch any of the films. Here, Richard, can you make content out of it? And then I was like, well, I'm just mad at you. And so it's Look, not very funny. We're going to get people good. commenting saying, can we hear it? No, you can't. You don't want to hear <laughs> it. Oh, my goodness. It's not. It's 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 it belongs on like cringe, like art yeah. cringe or something like that. But anyway, as two neutral outsiders, who do you think? Hold is on, right? I, I haven't said my piece yet. 
<laughs> I haven't told it from my side of the story. The yet. defense. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Right. Now, first of all, I'll start by saying I've apologized profusely, realized within seconds it was a bad idea. Um, and, and, and have since been like, yeah, yeah. Oh, the, the main, the main piece of defense you had that made me really rethink my action was the fact that it was your, your, you were captaining the episode. Yeah. If I was captaining the episode, I think I'd have a bit more right to have done what I did. Anyway, what I did do was I was talking to some friends and I said, do you guys think it'd be funny if like. I got Richard to to watch all the Die Hard movies, and then I watched all five Home Alone movies. Because, footnote, no one knows there are five Home Alone movies. They know there's three. The reason they don't know there's five is because the last two are, like, so hard to get through. They are so bad. They are so cheap and just just stupid. So, I, to, in my mind, I was like, I'm doing the hard yards here. Because I'm watching the crap ones, right? For the, for the sake of the joke. Um... My friend said it was a good idea, so I was like, all right, I'll do it. Whatever. For the record, Jess said, he's going to hate you. Don't do it. <laughs> and, and AJ and, said, yeah, it'll Jess probably was... ruin our friendship, lol. But I didn't say it. She shouldn't have showed you that message. She said, <laughs> I didn't say that with complete sincerity, obviously, because I didn't want to ruin our friendship. But here's my defense, and it's not much of a defense, and I regret, God, I regret doing it. But <laughs> the, the, the one thing I would say is I wasn't doing it to be mean. I was trying to be funny. I was trying to be funny and I did something that was so profoundly unfunny that I nearly lost my best friend because of it. (laughs) Like, it wasn't me being like, I'm going to screw you over. I thought you would think it's hilarious. That's why I did it. Because I was like, this is going to... I had the laugh in my head. I had you going like, oh my gosh, that's hilarious in my head. Yeah. And And I I thought... But instead I was just real tired and annoyed and... And you, hey, in the end, you won, man. My, you, you got to go on a summer vacation, and after that, I went to a prostate exam. So, <laughs> I think, I think all in all, I think you got the better end of the. I got the better the- day overall. <laughs> um, yeah, but we, um, the the thing was that my sort of defence of why it was a bad idea is that like I feel like AJ could have come to the table and said, "Oh, like you know, I did this ridiculous thing. I've got all this planned of how we can make it work." But it was just like oh, I did this. <laughs> And then I was very, I was very tired. And it's, it's listening back to it the other day, you immediately give up when, as soon as you're like, yeah. you're like, I did that. Oh fuck! Um, and then, so and you want to know like, from us who do we well, think was I in think the wrong? Right? I think I've got an inkling of who you're you going to I think you choose. know, AJ, that think, you were in the wrong. You, you are, you're, <laughs> you're intelligent enough, people, to be able to recognise your own your own biases here, surely. <laughs> But, I, I don't think yeah. I don't think you're a, 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 a neutral jury uh, in my defence here. Oh, yeah. But I don't think I don't think you actually want us to defend you, AJ. I think you've done a pretty good job of saying I was wrong. I did the wrong Where, thing, think, and I. Well, I I think that the thing that in AJ's favour. Oh, here we go. The only thing oh. <laughs> is his contrition. What does that mean? That means remorse, basically. Right. Yes. That that's 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 everything in your favour that I can think of. And I think if you plucked a jury of a thousand people, mm. none of whom know Richard, I think it would probably be a thousand to one or thousand to zero mm. against you. Hey, look! <laughs> out of the twenty people I told about it. <clears throat> they were all fine with it. So that was, except for Jess, I guess, who didn't really care. You mean way. people you told beforehand? Yeah. 
Right. And actually, no, people I told after were like the main response I got from people because I was I'm not I'm not I'm not like a um I'm not a very proud person. Like if I've done something wrong, I'll try and examine what I did right. Yeah. And I asked people, and the, the best review I got was like, uh, I would have been mad, but I probably wouldn't have like. Yeah, well, I, I would have been annoyed, but I probably wouldn't have been angry, I think, is what, what a lot of people said to me. Yeah. I Maybe think... you just didn't choose your moment as well as you, you could have. And also the, probably the, the movie. Like, well, knowing Richard likes Die Hard, mm-hmm. so he, he would obviously be looking really forward to it. Yeah, but have you seen the Die Hard sequels? Like, at least I, Home I Alone has two good sequels. <laughs> All the Die Hard sequels suck. No, they don't. Don't they? You would know that. <laughs> No, um, I don't have two, three. Yeah, two and three are good. We all make misjudgments, and you yeah. know, that's. But I think my my only crime is that I didn't get angry enough at you, because <laughs> I I was I just got sad and I just didn't want to do the podcast. Whereas I should have just gotten furious at you, and yeah, there could have been funny content. Fuck this. Yeah, yeah. I'm out yeah. of here. Well, I mean, you got your parents to tell me. That they like you more than me. So <laughs> I think no, mission that, accomplished. That's, that's totally unbiased. Like if it was reversed, uh, I reckon my parents <laughs> would still like me. My more parents, even would, no, parents, my parents would stick up for me. Yeah. They'd be wrong to, but they would. <laughs> See, you can't help but say that you were wrong. Of course, I don't. I don't hold, hold it. Hold it against. Um, but yeah, it was. It was a year ago. Yeah. Get over it already. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was like it was. Um, we had a big discussion about it about like two months ago two three months ago and i got really like fired up because <laughs> that was when aj was like no i'm actually not that sorry um <laughs> but then listening back to it like two days or yesterday i think why i was like you, god why would you listen back i was to like abortion? Eh, whatever <laughs> it's pretty funny um yeah i think like i'm finally in a place where i can yeah. joke about it so you haven't done die hard since no both like franchises it's... stripped from the list <laughs> yeah so but we're... you're in a position now where you could both comfortably do it well because we, we talked about what should we do for a christmas special this year i was like should we i watch home alone you watch die hard and then we like do a year delayed version of it mm-hmm. but um yeah, so that's we've, we've talked about if we do like a Patreon, which is where you like get um you'd be like oh I like what you do I'll give you two dollars a month and so like, if you give two dollars you get this if you give ten dollars you get this it's like what the one thousand dollar thing is if you give us a thousand dollars a month we'll release you you, the have, you have access to the to die alone <laughs> the last episode oh. of, of the Cop Popture podcast. Um, so yes, you're recording what we're talking about mm-hmm. here. So yeah, you're going to release that as a little. Um, extra for a little extra treat for people who want to just dial in and you know <laughs> yeah like leave a comment you know let us know who you we, we have a few we ha- actually do have right a few team. relatively neutral party listeners yeah so I mean I'm actually I'm interested David Brown Brent Brent what do Taylor. you guys think what do you guys think what, who, um, who was in the wrong last Christmas uh, anyway Merry Christmas Happy birthday to Dad for tomorrow. That's my sister's birthday as well. The day after. The day after. We're recording the the podcast. The day after. It's my sister's birthday today. This is getting released tomorrow. So I was trying to... I cut that bit. (laughs) Leave it all (laughs) When's your your sister's birthday? Tomorrow. So today when this is released. Yeah, it's the 22nd. Okay, yeah, Dad's the 23rd. So happy birthday to Maddie and Wayne. Next Christmas we're going to do Brother Bear and Sister Act with my brother and sister. Because they'll watch anything. 
<laughs> Emily would be so pissed off. My sister would be so annoyed if we did a sister-related one without her. Um, but thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for watching these movies. I know it wasn't easy. Do you have anything to plug? <laughs> Do you guys have no. a YouTube channel or a, <laughs> maybe a WordPress? Not right. You've written no. a book, haven't you, Wayne? Yes, I've written. What's the book? I've called? written a couple of books. Oh, Murder on the Mangatapu. Read that. By Canterbury University Press. There you go. Yeah, we, got, we got a plug. It's nice. a blockbuster. Mum? No, plug. <laughs> Mum, my husband wrote a book. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Merry Christmas, mm-hmm. and we'll see you uh, over the next well, few happy weeks. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, over the next, over the holiday, I guess, Film Patriots Fortnite's will be off for a few weeks. But like literally one. <laughs> like, you're going to get it, because it's a two-week podcast. No, it's like, we're not doing it for like a month. Oh, are we? Yeah. Okay, never mind. So, but we're, do, we're going to be releasing weekly podcasts related to other things. We've got our most disappointing movies of 2017, most anticipated of 2018, um, one that we don't know what it's going to be, and then another one that is I'm very excited to share with you guys. Yeah. Um, it's not the lost episode. It's not the lost episode, and you're never hearing that. I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to release a little snippet from it, um, but AJ said, I don't think it's worth it. <laughs> well, I don't think that would be very good. Um, um, if you like Hot Pop Shit, check us out on Facebook and YouTube and SoundCloud and Twitter and iTunes and where else are we? I don't yeah, know. Just Google Cold Pop Shit. Yeah, just, just enjoy your Christmas. Yeah. Um, and yeah, once again, thank you very much to Maureen and Wayne, aka my parents, for <laughs> coming on the podcast. You're welcome. It was and a I pleasure. Will chastise my parents even more when I get home and be like, You should have been there, Mum. They were talking bad about Mel Gibson. You had your chance. <laughs> <laughs> but your dad did quite well when you phoned him up. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. 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 All right. Thank you. Thank you.